first chapter. This is coming straight off the throne of God, so y'all just have to bear with me. Y'all get Romans, the first chapter, let me know. All right, we're going to verse 15. For as much, so as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Fort Payne also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith, to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Go with me to Romans, the 12th chapter. Some of these scriptures I will not have marked, so y'all just have to bear with me. When you get there, say amen. Romans 12. Y'all there with me? Verse 3. For I say... Through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now I just read to you where the Lord said in Romans 1, 17, for there is, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now I'm going to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. Let me see where I want to read from. Y'all just bear with me. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I know it's here. I just read it. You know, I can't find what I want. Y'all just hang on with me. All right. Maybe I missed... Mark my scripture. Hang on just a second. Okay, it's 2 Corinthians, 3rd chapter. I'm sorry. Verse 17. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is there at liberty. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, I want you to go with me to the book of Revelation chapter 10. And I'm going to go ahead and give you all these scriptures because I want to demonstrate something that God just placed in my spirit. I had another demonstration I was going to do. But the Lord turned me. I'm in Revelation 10, verse 1. 
And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open and he set his right hand upon the sea and his left foot on the earth. He cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. When the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. Now, I don't know exactly what I'm going to title this right now, but this is what God began to show me and I touched on it last week. God has given us the measure of faith. Amen. God has given us the measure of faith. That's open. That's usable. That's understandable. It's not sealed. That's open. It's usable. It's understandable. But the Lord just spoke to my heart. He said, you have been in this faith. He said, now I'm fixing to take you to another faith. He said, I'm fixing to take you to another faith. That's what he said right there in Romans. He said, I will take you from faith to faith. And this is what the Lord showed me. Are y'all listening to me? Hallelujah. You've got something that's open there. What God give you, Sister Pat, he revealed to you. You understand it. You know how to operate in the faith you walked in all these years. But here, this is right here. It's never been opened. It's never been revealed. You don't know what's in here. That's a measure of faith. That is the measure of faith. That is the measure of faith. Hallelujah. Didn't I give you one? Or did I get... That is the measure of faith right there that you know, that you walk in, that you operate in. But this you don't know. This has never been open to your understanding. You don't know what's in there. Why? It's sealed. It is sealed. He said, I will take you from faith to faith and I will take you from glory to glory. So uh, what we know about God, we understand. But the Lord told me, He said, there are things that I have sealed from the foundation of the world. I have sealed these things. They have been kept secret. Nobody's been able to look into them. I've not allowed anybody to look into what I have kept secret, what I have sealed, what I have kept to myself. He said, but now, he said, the measure of faith that you had, I'm fixing to take you to another measure. I'm fixing to take you to another faith. Something you've never seen, something you've never heard, something that I've spoken but I've shut up the books I've shut it up I've shut it up why hadn't been time has not been time for this to be revealed has not been time hallelujah hallelujah every now and then he'll pull the curtain back and we'll get a glimpse of what's behind the veil we'll get a glimpse of what's behind the veil We'll get a glimpse of His glory. We'll get a glimpse of His dominion, of His power, of His authority. We'll get a glimpse of the fullness of God. Hallelujah. Man, have I got a scripture for y'all. I'll probably bring it out tomorrow. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Because when the seven thunders uttered, John got ready to write. And when John got ready to write, the voice of the Lord spoke to him and said, Seal it up. 
Seal it up. Seal it up. It's sealed. It's sealed. Your eye hath not seen. Your ear hath not heard. Neither has entered into your heart. What's sealed up? Did I give y'all one seal? Didn't give you one seal? See, that's open. You know the Spirit of God there. This is what you walk in. This is what you live in. This is the faith you move in. This right here is what we live and move and have our being in. Why? It's open to us. But there's something sealed up. You don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. You don't know what's fixing to be revealed. That's the reason when people want to make this statement, well, I know the Spirit of God. Yeah, you know what's been revealed. You have an understanding of the Word that's been revealed. You have an understanding of the knowledge and the working of the gifts that has been revealed. But that ain't all of God. That ain't all of God there is. That ain't all of God there is. That's just a measure. That's just a measure. That's just a portion. That's just a faith. That's just a measure of faith. God said, I have given unto every man the measure of faith. Okay, he's give you that. But that's on the back burner. That's sealed up. Your eye has not seen this. Your ear has not heard what is sealed up in this. Neither do your heart understand. But God has prepared it for what? Them that love him. Them that wait upon him. Them that are Searching and seeking and knocking and asking and crying out. There is something that God, hallelujah, has revealed to us. We've been walking in it. We've been living in it. We've been operating in it. It's like that room God showed me. Y'all remember that room God showed me with the doors? I operated in that room very comfortably. Knew what I was doing. But then there was a door that I'd never walked through. When I opened that door, there was a whole row, a whole wall of doors. Every door opened, there was another wall of doors. What was it? God had something hidden. He had something sealed up. You don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. And you'll not know what's in it till God gets ready to reveal it. Go with me to Matthew 13. I'm going to bring out some of these same scriptures tomorrow. Hallelujah. That's the reason people that are always saying, well, I know God, I know the Spirit of God. I know this, I know that. All you know is what God's revealed to you. That's all you know. That's all the knowledge God has given you. That's all the understanding God has given you. And if God does something new, don't you look on it and say it ain't God. Don't you look on it and say, that's not right. Don't you look on it and say, well, that's not to my understanding. No, because all your understanding is, is what God has given you. What God has given you. Y'all think we know the end of God? Do y'all think we have any way tapped into the fullness of God? Do y'all think in any way that what we are operating in, that all, that's all there is to God? No, it is not. And we have not scratched the surface of the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. We have not scratched the surface of the indwelling in the Spirit of Christ. And I can do nothing. I can preach nothing. I can operate in nothing. I, I can understand nothing until it's revealed. Until it's revealed. And God's got some things sealed up. 
God's got some things sealed up. Are y'all hearing me? God's got some things sealed up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's give you a great revelation of the Word. There's a great working of the Spirit in your life, son, that's opened your understanding to the Word. And what you know, it's open. You can look right in it. You can see it. You know what's there. But there's something God ain't revealed yet. There's a bunch of somethings God ain't revealed yet. I mean, there's a whole bunch of somethings. Hallelujah. But what God is now going to do, the Lord spoke to me. He said, that that has been sealed, fix and take the cover off of it. Hallelujah. You go back and check. God spoke to us at the end of last year and told us the things that had been kept secret from the foundation of the world, things that had been sealed, the books that had been sealed, the visions that had been sealed. He said, I'm going to open the understanding of my people to things that have been kept secret. Go back and check your notes. Matthew 13 and 34. I'm telling y'all, I can't hardly stand up under this. Man, this thing has got me staggered. All these things, verse 34 of Matthew 13, all these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in a parable. And without a parable spake he not unto them, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, and I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. He going to do what? He going to speak. How many times have I demonstrated things that it's caught people's attention? This right here, I could say this, but this is getting your attention. This is letting you understand. That's open. That's what we've been walking in. Has God revealed himself to us? Oh, yes. Has God been real to us? Oh, yes. But there's something right here your eyes haven't seen. I'm telling you, there's something God's got sealed up. Your ears have never heard. It's never entered into your heart. And when I reveal this scripture tomorrow, some of y'all going to look at me and go, won't they? I showed it to her tonight just before I, did you hear it? Hallelujah. Oh, you, you heard her react? Yeah, I told her what it was. And she says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's been right there on the pages of that Bible all this time. We preached on it, run with it, shouted about it, prophesied about it. And it's been right there. But we've never seen it. Why? His eyes. To God takes the scales off his eyes. To God opens our understanding to the working of his spirit. To God. Got something. Got something. Got something. I've kept sealed since the foundation of the world. You think you got so much of God in your life? You think you're so good? You think you can do this and you can do that? I got something that's going to make what you're walking in pale in comparison. I've got something that I've got to break it down to you in parables because it's been kept secret since the foundation of the world. I've got an anointing. I've got a power. I've got a dominion. I've got a nature. I've got a loving kindness. I've got a tenderheartedness. I've got a dominion that'll cause the sun to stand still. I've got a dominion that'll put money in fishes' mouths. I've got the fullness 
of the Christ to be revealed in you. And you know all of it by knowledge. But it's not been opened to your understanding in the anointing that you can walk in. Not been opened. Philippians 2 and 5. Let the mind that was in Christ Jesus. Beware. Also where? Have y'all been praying that? I have. I've been praying for that mind that was in Christ Jesus to be also in us. Let that mind that was in him. Let that mind that was in him. That was in him as he walked as a man on this earth. Let that mind that was in him. Are you hearing me? Let that mind that was in him. It didn't say is in him. It said was in him. Let that mind that was in Christ Jesus beware also in us. Are you, are you listening to me? We have got to have something that's going to conquer the carnal man. We have got to have something that is going to put to death this carnal mind. And God says, I've got it. I'm waiting for you to get ready. I'm waiting for you to get your hands clean, your hearts pure. I'm waiting for you to come to that place uh, that you're going to yield to me. Uh, and when you come to that place you yield to me, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Hallelujah. Let me see where I'm at. Daniel, the 12th chapter. Oh, hallelujah. Love it when a plan comes together. You know why God's people don't want to venture out anywhere? They're comfortable where they're at. Y'all don't want to step into the unknown. You don't want to step out there in faith and let God take control. That God can use you and God can reveal himself to you. You're comfortable with the gods you know. You're comfortable with what's open to you. All you got to do is reach in there and take hold of it. But that, that's sealed up. For you to get that, the seal has to be broken. For you to get what God's wanting to reveal... The seal has to be broken. And that seal can't be broken until God gets ready to break it. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Is anybody with me? That's good. That's good, man. We know what we're doing with that. But you don't know what you're doing with that. Why? Sealed up. You can't see what's in it. You don't know. I hadn't seen it. Year has not heard this, neither has it entered into your heart. Why? Sealed. <laughs> Sealed up. See, you look at that on the outside, but that don't mean what's on the inside, because it's sealed. So where are we at? We're walking in the knowledge that we know. We're walking in the knowledge that we know. Amen. We're walking in the knowledge that we know. For now, we know in part. We see in part. We understand in part. We prophesy in part. That may be the that what we've got is the fullness of what we know, but it's in part with God. That's only part of it. Understand? We know in part. We see in part. We understand in part. But when that which is perfect or mature or complete is come, 
In other words, when the rest of the pieces of the puzzle come together or God opens our understanding to the remainder of what he wants to do, brings us into a maturity and a strength that we've never had, then we're going to know him face to face. Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I thought as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So what God's saying, you walking in a childish anointing. <laughs> we don't like that, do we? We're walking in an immature. We're walking in an imperfect. We're walking in an anointing that's only be given in part. We're walking in a knowledge that's on, only be given in part. We're walking in a working of the Holy Ghost that's only been given in part. Amen? And we've done what we've done with it, and it's been great. I'm not by any means putting down what God has given us. We have done it. We have operated in it. But we have told ourselves that we've got it. You may have what God's revealed to you, but you do not have what God is preparing to open to your understanding. Why? It's still sealed up. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 30, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but once they are revealed, they belong unto us. See, this belongs to us. What's been opened, what's been revealed, it belongs to us. It's, it's something we have sought for. We, we've walked in. God's blessed us. God's anointed us, we've prophesied, we've had miracles, we've healed the sick, we've seen God move and do great things like he's talking about, but what God's got hid, still a secret. Still a secret. Still a secret. Hallelujah, I got a secret. (coughs) I got a secret. The secret things of God. The secret things of God. He that abideth in the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. I believe is the way it reads. Then I think it goes on and says what? The secret. Psalms 91. Did I read Daniel 12? I did and I'll get back to it. Psalms 91. Or does it say, He that dwelleth in the secret place? (coughs) Let me get there. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth where? Secret place. (laughs) So there's a hidden place. There's a hidden place in God we've never walked. There's things hidden and been kept secret from the foundation of the world. But God made us a promise last year. Did he not? He said, I'm going to start opening. I'm going to start opening up the seals. I'm going to start opening what I've sealed up. When the seven thunders spoke to John... In the 10th chapter of Revelation, John got his pen paper out, got ready to write. The Lord said, seal them up. Seal up the books. Seal up, write it down, but then seal it up. Seal it up. Seal it up. It's not for nobody to know right now. It's not for anybody to know. 
Y'all going to be so amazed how God is going to reveal himself in 2014. You're going to be so amazed because I'm going to tell you something. The God of that Bible fix to stand in this church. The God of that Bible is fixing to stand in your home. The God of that Bible, Sister Pat, is fixing to live in your soul in a fuller measure than you ever thought possible. I speak to you by the Spirit of God, and I tell you, you keep that heart hungry, you keep searching, you keep seeking, you keep knocking, you keep fighting the opposition, you keep standing up against the forces, and I will reveal myself to thee, saith the Lord. I will come unto thee and reveal thyself, and I shall cause the scales to fall from thy eyes, the dullness to fall from thy ears, and I, the Lord, shall cut with a spiritual scalpel through the grossness on thy heart, and I will give thee a heart of flesh and take away the heart of stone, and I will anoint thee with a fresh and a new and a mighty anointing. For even the anointing that fell upon my son to mend the broken hearts to set at liberty them that are bruised, even the anointing to preach deliverance to the captives, to declare the acceptable year of the Lord. For I shall follow me, my daughter. Yea, between now and yea, the first of the year, I shall follow me, my child. I shall follow thee and bring thee forth in a realm thou knowest not. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. The heaviness and the load that thou art under and the fight that thou hast fought shall seem a light thing with a glory which shall be revealed. For I shall take thee from faith to faith and glory to glory. My name shall be honored and glorified and magnified. You know, nearly every generation, God's revealed a, a measure of faith. A generation, according to Webster's Dictionary, is about a period of 30 years. So almost every generation, God's revealed a, the measure of faith to that generation. And then the next generation comes along, God reveals something to them. But people's never taken it and let God put it together. They've always taken it and run off and made a denomination out of it. Said, well, we got the truth. No, you've got what you know. You've got what you've understand. But what God wants to give and what God has given to the generations and the faith that God has revealed, y'all back there living in one faith, this thing's going to come together. This thing's coming together. Did God not tell us that we were in the dispensation of the fullness of times? That everything that was lacking, that everything that had not been revealed to us, that everything that had been kept secret from us is coming together at this time. It's coming together in this dispensation. Oh, yes, it is. It's coming together, children. Are you hearing me? This thing is coming together. This thing is coming together. Ephesians, the first chapter. Oh, my God. I feel Oh, hallelujah. I feel a working of the Holy Ghost. Man, if y'all will let the Lord, he'll take this veil off of your heart tonight. He'll take this veil off of your heart tonight. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1. Glory in verse 8. Hallelujah. Verse 9. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times... 
all right there, the fullness of all the years, everything that ain't been brought together, everything that's been kept secret, everything that's been held back, God's beginning to open the seals, open the veils, open your eyes in the dispensation of the fullness of times. That word time there means years. Everything that we need to bring us into one. Everything we need to bring us into one mind, one spirit, one soul, one body. He goes on and talks about all things shall be brought together. What? in one all things are fixing to be brought together in him why this is God's time to break the seals he gonna break the seals he gonna break the seals hallelujah y'all understand what I'm saying he gonna break the seals he gonna break the seals We're just things in God's word I don't understand. And no, you won't understand it till God gets ready. Why? He don't want your flesh to mess it up. Revela- I'm sorry, Daniel 12. Not only does God not want your flesh to mess it up, He ain't going to let your flesh mess it up. So if you think this is all there is to God... You, you you badly messed up. God got a whole truckload. And it's all different. Measure of faith he's given us. We've used it. We've walked in it. We've prophesied in it. We've cast out devils in it. We've healed the sick in it. But it ain't nothing. Compared to what God is. Wanting to get us ready to reveal. Who's God waiting on? Me and you. Because he's not going to put this in. I'm telling you. He's not going to put this in old old, old bottles. God ain't going to put this in unclean vessels. God ain't going to put this in people who won't keep their lives clean and holy and walk up right before him. He's not going to do it. God is not going to do it. You are not going to be a vessel that let perversion and evil and iniquity abide in your hearts. You may not be outwardly sinning. There's a lot of iniquity in people's hearts and in people's spirits that God's wanting to deal with. You may go on and operate in this because God revealed it to you. You know, once God gives you something, he said it belongs to you. But what God's got reserved, what God's got held back, uh-uh. You ain't getting to be a part of this. You ain't getting to be a part of this. Not to look. God knows you're ready. When God knows you're ready, you've presented yourself to the Lord when you've cleansed your hands, purified your hearts, when you walked up right before God and God knows you're ready, He's going to equip you. He's going to equip you. Well, Brother Metter, are we doing anything? We're doing some good. We're doing some good. But we ain't doing what the early church done. We ain't doing what the early church done. I'm going to read this and then I'm going to share something with you if it don't slip my mind. Verse 30, I'm sorry, 12 and 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. There shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time the people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that slept in the dust of the earth shall awake, 
some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. Y'all see that? God showed Daniel things. What did he tell him to do? Shut it up. Seal it up. You don't know it. I don't know it. We don't know what John saw. We don't know what Daniel seen. We don't know what, no, what none of these men of God seen, what God showed to them. Why? He sealed the vision. He shut it up. Do y'all remember when the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost? How many people got saved? It was added to the church. Anybody remember? 3,000. Did you know the miracle that Peter and John had at the gate of the temple? When they went before the, or they were called before the council and they saw that miracle and heard about that, did you know that 5,000 were added to the church because of that one miracle? 5,000 were added to the church. We can't even get 10 added to the church. You know why? We don't have what we need. We don't have what we need. What God poured out in the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, men's doctrines and traditions has taken it and corrupted it. We've been taught things that are false. We've been taught things that have got us off track. We have been taught things that have taken away our dedication and relationship with God. And it has left the church powerless. It has left the church weak. It has left the church without the anointing that was in the early church. But now God is now going to take the scales off of our eyes, take the dullness out of our ears, reach in here and cut away this old hardness and this grossness of heart that has taken hold of us. And we are going to be baptized in a baptism that the early church was baptized in. Are y'all hearing me? There is coming a greater faith, a greater deliverance, a greater... Why? God is going to take what you have and that's all good. It's in there. But God is going to open the seal on something brand new. God's going to open the seal. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. This is all sealed up. But my God, God is going to rip the seal off of it and say, there it is. There it is, my son. There it is, my daughter. There it is, my faithful. There it is, those of y'all that have sought my face and kept your hands clean and your hearts pure. There it is. You fought, you fasted, you prayed. The enemy told you you'd never get there. He told you it wasn't for you. He told you you couldn't have it. He fought you with condemnation. He fought you with criticism. He fought you with a lack of faith, a doubt, and unbelief. But right there, just that quick, God reaches in and breaks the seal. Just that quick. Just that quick. Somebody brings you this and says, read it. I can't read it, it's sealed. Is that not what it says in Isaiah. They brought the book to one of his learned and said, here, read it for me. He said, I can't read it. The thing's sealed up. It's sealed up. I don't know what to do with it. You tell people something. I've been telling y'all for three or four years, something new's coming. 
Something new's coming. Something new's coming. Y'all look at me and say, how can something new come? I understand the Spirit of God. I got the Holy Ghost. I got what God's given me. I know the working of the Spirit of God. I know the voice of God. You do in that faith. You do in that manifestation. You do in that measure. But the measure that God's got sealed up ain't never been revealed. So you don't know what's in here. You don't know what's in here. You don't know what's in here. He made John seal it up. He made Daniel seal it up. Did he not? He made him seal it up. Go back to Daniel the 8th chapter. Y'all know why nobody can understand the book of Revelations and the mysteries that God's hid? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Daniel 8 and 26. In the vision of the evening and the morning, which was told is true. Wherefore, shut thou up the vision, for it shall be for many days. Now, Daniel fainted and was sick certain days afterward. I rose up. And did the king's business, and I was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. We don't understand this. We don't understand this. Your eyes can fall on it, and you can read. What did God tell us? What was it God told us? That he had to give us a language. What was that in that that God revealed to us in camp meeting last year that that we would hear somebody speak and it would be uh, they would be talking English and we wouldn't understand one word they're saying because God told us He had to give us a language in the Spirit to understand what was being spoken. How many remember that? And how many people have struggled with the vision and the revelation of the Word that's been preached in this church? A majority of us. A majority of us have struggled with it. Majority of us have struggled with it. Just that quick. Just that quick. God's going to reveal it to you. That's thus saith the Lord. Just that quick. Just that quick. Just that quick. Oh, you want that open, don't you? You see that? Here, here's mine. Open mine, here. Just that quick. Just that quick. Sitting there, you're reading it, you're studying it, you can't understand it, don't know what's going on. And my God, just all of a sudden, just, just that quick. Just that quick, there it is. Just that quick. Things you couldn't understand. Things you had no knowledge of. Things you didn't even know God would do, could do, or would do through you. Just like, whoa. Oh, hallelujah. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. I don't know what Brother Meadows preaching. I can hear him talking, but I don't know what he's preaching. 
That thing you got hit on the shelf. That thing you got tucked back in the closet. You're going through things in your spirit and all of a sudden just like that. God just says, there it is. There it is. Just open it up to you. There it is. There it is. And then you're going to look back on what you operated in. You're going to say, oh, my God. How childish. How immature. Paul said, when I was a child, I had to speak as a child. I thought as a child. I understood as a child. I saw things as a child. But when I became a man, when I come to maturity, when I grew up and became a man in God, then all these childish things, they weren't there no more. I didn't think as a child no more. I didn't read that word and couldn't have, Man, God brought something. God brought a revelation into me. And he said, right now we are walking in part, understanding in part, knowing in part, and prophesying in part. But when that which is perfect, when that which is mature and complete is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. There ain't going to be no more part. Let me have that empty box, that box right there. Part's gone. Part's gone. God's took the part away. Part's gone. The part's gone. Part's gone. Don't need that part no more. Why? You've come to a maturity. You've come to a strength. You've come to a wisdom. You've come to an understanding. Why? Because God broke the seals. God broke the seals. God broke the seals. When I walked into that room, I knew every inch of that room. I knew every bump in the floor. I knew every creak in the floorboards. I knew every nick in the walls. Very comfortable in that room. But then I looked in that back left-hand corner and there's a door there I had never seen. Walked over to that door and when I opened that door, there was another room there and the whole back wall was full of doors. Sister Kim, every door I walked to, I walked to the first door in that room, opened it, another wall full of doors. Walked to the door beside it, opened it, another room and a wall full of doors. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, the unsearchable riches of Christ. He said, they're past finding out. He said, you cannot search my riches. They are unsearchable. But God is now wanting to reveal unto us the unsearchable riches of Christ. Why? We're His. He's going to give this to us. Do y'all understand me? He's going to give this to you. Not because you're worthy, but because you made a dedication to serve Him and walk upright for Him and live for Him. And as you grow in Him and you get to the place that you can operate in this, He's just going to snap the cover off of it and hand it to you. Say, here. Will He give it to y'all at the same time? No. Because everybody ain't the same maturity level. You couldn't handle it. You really couldn't. I'm telling you. Did y'all feel the heaviness? How many felt the heaviness of this anointing in here tonight? I mean, when I walked on the platform, I felt it just sat out on me like a weight. 
and I felt my knees buckle. And I've seen the time the Spirit of God, I had to get on my knees. I remember ministering here one night, and I got up on my knees in that chair, and the Spirit of God was so strong, I got out on my knees, and I was begging God to lift it off of me. I couldn't take it. Could not take it. It was that strong. I mean, I was... I had my face buried in the chair, and the only place left to go was to the ground. And I was telling the Lord, I, was, I said, God, I can't stand it. I can't take it. It's too much. It's too much. I can't take it. I can't take it. Could God put this anointing on you and make, him serve, make you serve him? Yeah, he could, but he's not going to. This is going to be a gift to whosoever will. To whosoever will. Let him come. Let him come. Let him come. Because where we are right now, the Lord told me, he said, you can go ahead and operate in that room. He said, I'll still give you healings. I'll still give you miracles. I'll still, you'll still preach a word. He said, but you won't go no further. You won't go no further. Why? I knew every, every inch of that anointing. What I operate in right now, I know every bit of it. I'm skilled at it. God's taught me. I'm not boasting, but God's taught me. God's taught me. You hear me? God's taught me. But for me to go on into what God has for me, I've got to walk through that door. And he said, behold, I've set before you an open door. Did he not? He set before us a door into the spirit. That we can step through that door. And God will open up a whole new realm. Of his word. Of his anointing. Of the gifts. Of him living on the inside of us. He'll take us into a place. We didn't even know existed. Why? I'm telling you. Your eye hath not seen. Neither has your ear heard. Neither has it entered into your heart. The things that God has prepared. For them that love him, one prophet said, for them that wait upon him. I'm waiting on him. Did God not tell us last year and a year before, be still, wait upon me, know that I'm God? I've been waiting on him. I've been waiting on him. Why? i got to have this. See, this is my life. This is my life. Hallelujah. And I've been pressing God for three, four, five how many years have I been pressing God, Lisa, get me out of the business, get it off my hands where I could set my heart to seek God, somebody to take it that I don't have to worry about it? And I'm that close, just that close to God doing it. Just that close. Just that close to God doing it so I can give myself continually to the prayer and the ministry of the Word. I'm that close. You hear me? But everybody, that I've tried to get to that place, the devil's attacked them. Because the devil don't want me turn loose full time like I was in the 80s and 90s. The devil don't want me turn loose full time. So every time I turn around, he's trying to hinder the people that God sent to work with me in the church and in the business, everywhere I turn. It's always been an upset, it's a, a chaos. A, couldn't get nobody to do this, couldn't get nobody to do that. Always a bickering, a fussing and fight. But now God's settling things down. 
That means the devil's going to back off and behave himself. I don't know. But what the devil don't know is God fixing to put a shot collar on him. God fixing to put a shot collar on the devil. Y'all know what a shot collar is? Put it on the dog to train him. You give that dog a command and he don't listen to you. You hit that button and it'll send a shot. Shot to him. Next time you dog barking, you tell him to be quiet and he don't be quiet and you hit that button. You won't have to do it a couple of times. My son and I mean, my daughter and son-in-law had, had a, well, they got two dogs, but they had one. Man, you couldn't get him to do nothing. They put that shot card on him. He told me, he said, man, after about the third time, said I'd speak to him, said he'd do what I told him. God's going to have to put a shot collar on y'all. <laughs> Devil's fixing to get a shot collar put on him. I'm telling you, you keep pressing. You keep praying. You keep knocking. You keep asking. You keep seeking. You keep believing. Don't you let the devil tell you you're not getting anywhere. Because when the devil starts telling you you ain't getting anywhere, it's a good sign you're getting somewhere. What's the use of all this fasting and praying and seeking God and praying every day and having a family altar? You're getting yourself conditioned for God to take control of your life. Because he don't have it now. There ain't none of us God's got control of our life. No, we don't. This is where God's wanting to take us. Amen. This is where God's wanting to take us. He's ready to reveal himself and live right here. This is his temple. Did y'all know this is his temple? This ain't his temple. This is his temple. Amen. Y'all want Jesus to come in the temple with a whip and clean it out? Clean it out? This is his temple. He cleansed the temple in the natural. He's going to cleanse the temple in the spirit. But see, this one, you've got to give him permission. You've got to give him permission. You've got to give him the reins of your heart. You've got to say, all right, Lord, you take control, you live right here. Are we ready for this? Are we ready for God to open the seals? Are we ready for God to reveal mysteries? Are we ready for God to make himself known to us? not up to me, it's up to you. Somebody going to possess this. Somebody going to walk in this. Somebody going to lay hold on this. Amen. Somebody going to get it. Christ is going to take his abode and he's going to live right here. Paul said the life. Turn over to Galatians 2, Brother Joe. Go down to about verse 20. What does it say? All right, stop right there. I am crucified with Christ. Is that what it says? Yes. Then what does it say? Nevertheless. Nevertheless, I live. Is that what it says? Yes. Yet. Not I, but Christ, but Christ liveth in me. See, Paul reached that place. He was crucified with Christ. And he said, I, yeah, I live. I'm alive. But it's not I that liveth. 
It's the Christ that liveth in me. It's the Christ that's taken his abode in me. Am I alive? Am I living? Oh, yeah, I'm living. But I'm not living my life. I'm not living my life. It's the Christ that's taking control. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Are we there? No. You ain't there and I ain't there. You go ahead and tell yourself you're there. It won't take about two or three minutes for the Lord to let something happen, stir your flesh up, and you'll find out. <laughs> you'll find out you ain't there. You'll find out you ain't there, and it's, it, it don't take that quick. Just like that for your flesh show itself. Just that quick. Well, Donald, you could probably make a living off of junk cars. If every car that cut in front of you, you got, you, you, you just tagged him real good. You could probably make several hundred dollars a day just off of taking some cars out in that truck going up down that interstate. And I'm going to tell you, it's aggravating. But then they always going to be that way. Where God's got us. It ain't always going to be that way. Amen. It ain't always going to be this way. Because I'm going to tell you, it's come to pass and not to stay. It's come to pass and what to stay. Don't miss in the morning. Because I'm going to tie the tail on this. I'm going to tie the tail on this. And I'm going to show you something in the book of Ephesians. I'm going to show you a scripture in the book of Ephesians. If y'all want to narrow it down, it's in the fourth chapter. I'm going to narrow it down for you, but I'm going to show you a scripture in the book of Ephesians. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to say, uh-uh. I showed it to her. She says, uh-uh, ain't no way. I said, uh-huh, is way. That's what the word says. Uh-uh, ain't no way. Uh-huh, is way. Why? What the word, don't it? What the word says. And I've told you before, I don't care what you believe, don't care what you've been taught, don't care what you've been raised in, what's the word say? What's the word say? Amen. What's the word say? Hallelujah. God's good. Amen. I hope it's been a blessing to y'all tonight. I don't care what time it is. I ain't worried about time. I feel like God's had his way in the service tonight. I feel like there's been a great revealing of the word come forth in the service tonight. Because children of God, we're not staying in this faith. We're going to another faith. He said, I'll take you from faith to faith and glory to glory. Is that not what he said? And I'm going to tell you, I about wore this faith out. I about wore the carpet out on the floor in that room. Needs new walls. Needs ceiling fixed. Needs new lighting. So instead of spending all that time trying to patch up something, that I'm just going to step in something new. I'm just going to go up there and open that door, Brother Donald, and just step in something new. Open that door and holler, Lord, here I come. You better catch me, Jesus. Because I'm stepping out on faith and going somewhere I ain't never been. Is that not exciting to y'all? The Lord told us, he said, we've never passed this way before, and he told us he'd take us away. And every time God tries to take us away, we've never been before. Somebody wants to stick their feet in the mud and holler, woe. They do. They won't holler, woe. Well, you just stay on this side of Jordan. You just stay with them 12 up there in Ephesus that don't know whether there be any Holy Ghost or not, and all they've had is the baptism of John because it's the same principle. It's the same principle. 
God revealed himself to Joshua in a way he didn't reveal to Moses. You hear me? And Jesus came preaching against the law. He fulfilled the law, but he came preaching for people to believe the kingdom of God and repent. And John came preaching. Then Jesus came preaching. Repent and be baptized. Well, that ain't what the law says. So y'all see why people put their feet down with religious teachings? Because it's all they know. It's where they're comfortable. God don't want you comfortable. God wants you hid in him. God don't want you worrying about comfort. Amen. Do you love him? Can we go to prayer? Precious Heavenly Father, I thank you for this, Lord. Oh, my God, I feel your nature. I feel the glory. I feel the working, the moving, the wooing. I feel that deep, deep moving of your spirit, Lord. So tonight, let this word and the spirit of this word take the scales off our eyes, the dullness out of our ears, and the hardness off of our hearts. And let us see, let us hear, and let us understand what the spirit is speaking. Holy name of Jesus, we ask it to be so, Father. Amen. I love you. I love you. Anybody sick tonight need prayer? Come on right now.